0: Hi everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Hand That Tracks the Cradle. As everybody knows, we interview a lot of moms and we want you to learn from what other mothers have already gone through. And for today, we have a very, very special mom. Her name is Tanvi. Uh, Tanvi is a new mother. She's mother to a uh, three month old baby girl. And uh, we would like to know about Tanvi's experience in pregnancy and labor and postpartum because uh, she had a normal delivery and she uh, had an unmedicated delivery as well. So she will be having a lot of amazing tips about what she did. Uh, before we get started, I'll give you a little background about Tanvi. Tanvi is um, not only a mommy, but she's also, also an Instagram influencer. She has a profile that, that goes by the name obviously Tanvi. And she has a massive following on Instagram. She is uh, featured in a lot of places, um, you know, like official uh, humans of Bombay. And uh, we would love to know more about Tanvi's pregnancy and uh, delivery experience. So, welcome, Tanvi to today's episode. Thank you,
1: thank you so much for this very, very kind introduction. Spoke so highly of me, it's absolutely not, not as much as you think it is, but yeah, thank you very much.
0: Yes, Sunvi, uh, you are a new mom, so a baby a baby Tulsa, right? Her name is? Yes, her name is
1: Tulsa. Yes. I love the name, by the way. Uh, so, Tulsa is three months old now? Yes, yeah, she's three and a half months old now. Yes.
0: So, you are very much a new mommy.
1: How does it Yes. So, honestly, I'll tell you, it's a lot of feelings together. I would not say that. Right from pregnancy, like, you know what we see in movies and serials, like, the minute you find out you've conceived and you're jumping with joy, it's not always like that. Planned or not planned, it's always very overwhelming. You don't always jump in joy. Sometimes you just gasp, like, okay, this is happening. So, it's not always like you're jumping. So, same thing with motherhood also. Some days are like... Everything is exhausting but like most moms that I have spoken to or you will hear about will always say that whenever the baby smiles, it feels like it's all worth it. Whenever you hold the baby like this and you give them a hug, you feel it's worth it. So it's very beautiful when you see your husband or your partner playing with your baby. You feel it's beautiful, it's fine. So it's
0: always different, everyday is different but overall I think it's a great feeling. It's a great film, of course. Yeah. So, uh, since you said planned or unplanned, we would love to know Tanvi, what is planned or unplanned? I Am I really no. supposed to answer that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so, so actually it's unplanned,
1: definitely unplanned. We were going to go on our first anniversary trip to Turkey. And uh, my first initial checkups with my husband when I was at my in-laws' place, that I was all negative that time. Okay, so I thought oh, it must be exhaustion, delay in my period cycle. And then my husband said, "Why don't you go back to Pune to your city, stay with your parents for a couple of days, and then we head for a vacation." So we planned a nice 15-day vacation, and I had my visa appointment in Mumbai the next day, and I'm still waiting to get my visas, and I did not get them. So I checked again in Pune and that's when I was positive. And my Pune guy I said, Harre be 200% you're positive. What is wrong with you? And then I said, no, I was not positive last week. <laughs> And then I called my husband and I said, listen, I'm pregnant. He's like, why are you making such jokes? Such poor jokes. I said, no, no, I'm not. Because he was also very sure that we're not expecting. And then both of us, so with us, what happened, so both of us were like, okay, this is happening. I said, listen, you please go to sleep for one hour because I am sleeping
0: for two hours.
1: (laughs) And then we'll talk. No, but I always knew I want a child and he's five years elder to me. So, he'll be 30 this year and I'll be 25 this year. So I am very young also, like friends, people my age, they're mostly doing their masters or getting a job, barely getting married, so on that front, I don't know anybody who's, you
0: know, delivered a baby at 24, but it's okay, I mean, but yeah, it was unplanned. No, it is absolutely okay, and uh, you won't believe that my mom also had me at 24. Oh, my mom had me when she was 19. 19, so see, like, before, like, I mean, it's a great age, actually, if you ask me that it's great to have your... It is, it is, honestly, yes. Because my energy levels
1: support it right now. And considering the kind of lifestyle See, I don't even blame it on someone's drinking, smoking, dancing, sedentary, any lifestyle. Also, the kind of food that we consume today, it's very adulterated. It's not as great as it was in our parents' generation. So, you know, our grandparents have a better life expectancy, better health because their food was eventually very pure. It did not come, it was very seasonal what they ate. They had a lot of activity, less pollution. So, I think considering how our lives are today, if you want a child, I always tell my friends also, you know, like my other friends who are you know my husband's friends wives like, who are a little elder to me. So I guess difference is a lot to others are they're all elder to me. I'm probably the youngest, yeah. So I always tell them when you know you want it, it's best never say never. Yes. Because I have also see all it's always a personal decision. But from what I have seen around in my extended family, I've seen couples not want it and go with heavy concept like uh, contraceptive measures and then later regret it because even after like three and four and five years of trying and IVF and IUI they're struggling. It is very stressful so I think even if you're using contraception always do it like in talks with a professional be very careful and know your reproductive health and only then decide if you want to push it further or if you want to take a chance right now me nee, nee, absolutely, I agree. I mean, it's just a little piece of my advice from what I've seen around me. I
0: agree, I agree, absolutely. So uh, even if you know, if later on there's issue in conceiving and all of that, you know, um, to start it in your 30s means it becomes more late, right? Exactly, exactly, which is I was open because
1: my husband will be 30 this year and I said it's okay, I always wanted to have a child. So one, two, I don't know, but at least let's... I was happy with the fact that I was a little bummed about the trip. We were both very bummed because they couldn't take the trip we took a trip in my pregnancy. I'll come to that later so yeah.
0: So no, I loved I loved your story and uh, Tanvi like um, since you said it was unplanned like the first question that came to my mind is how did you like like how did you find out like when you saw like a positive pregnancy test or something, Like what was your reaction like, oh my god, how, what you went through? My heart started, so I went to the
1: clinic directly with my mom because I already took medication uh, with my husband for getting my periods when I was with him at my in-laws place in Tamil Nadu. So I was taking medication, I did not get it and the course was over. And that's when I called my 2 guy and I said, auntie, do one thing, I have a trip, just give me another course so that I quickly get done with my periods and I can enjoy my trip. And she said, what is wrong with you? Because She's a close family friend. She said, please don't do this, you're married, you are in a reproductive age. Let me run a pregnancy test on you. I said, but auntie, I'm not pregnant, I'm pretty sure. I checked last week. She said, no, come to the clinic. So I directly went to the clinic, I did not check at home. And at the clinic, I just, you know, the nurse took my urine sample and she was testing it. So I did not have the test in my hand, she even took the blood, I ran all three tests again, like the scan the blood test and the urine test and before I could get off the washroom, the nurse told the doctor that I'm pregnant and she was still reaching the clinic. She was not there and the doctor, she already told my mother that you are pregnant hai. and my mother is jumping with joy and I'm like okay one second and I took the phone and I called my guy aunt I said auntie, what are the clinic? I said no, i 100% I said I'm not. So, I was very like okay but can I take the trip? And my mom was like can you shut up? <laughs> so, I was still thinking about the trip. So again, this is very raw. This is the first time I'm talking about this entire, you know, every time someone asks me on my story, is it planned or not? Or they say, keep guessing, keep guessing. This is the first time I've spoken about it openly. Clearly, yeah, it's not planned. I I was very bummed about the trip. And honestly, I was not unhappy with the pregnancy, but I was very unhappy that I I'm like, it could have waited 10 days, 10 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, uh, later, you know, coming to the rational terms with it, I was very happy that I found out in advance. Like, had I been on the trip and, you know, it could have turned into a hazard or God knows what could have happened with the kind of exertions I could have, it could have led to, you know, an unhealthy pregnancy, God forbid, a, a miscarriage, anything while you're on a holiday, you never know, which is why. Yeah, absolutely. And
0: first trimester, well, any kind is most risky, right? So it was. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's why then I was told to, you know, wait. So, that
1: time the baby didn't even have a heartbeat. It was so early. It was that early. So, I was told not to take a flight even back to see my husband. Like stay in the same city, don't take a flight So till the baby gets a heartbeat. Because which which would have taken another 10-15 days according to the doctor. So, I waited and every day I was so cranky because I told my husband, he booked us tickets like 10 days apart, we were going to fly from Mumbai. Oh. So, I'm like, you come early, you come early and then he said, fine, I'll come early because then I got very cranky without him. I said, please, I need you around. Like even if I had my parents, my family around, I just needed him around. So that was my our first reaction. And then he kept, you know, my husband is a very fun guy. So, he'll crack jokes and then he said it in Hindi like, I said, This is not a good joke. I said, no, dude, like, we talk this only Like, dude, आ, तो तो बिठाए, 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 I don't news I I am
0: not kidding. That was our first reaction. Yeah, like, superb, yeah, superb. So, Tanvi, like, uh, when I was, like, actually reading about you, something that I actually, you know, like, struck me was that, firstly, you had normal delivery, and yes. the second thing was that you had an unmedicated delivery. Now, I yes. Yes. have spoken to a lot of mothers, okay, so, We interview moms, right, uh, on pregnancy labor, all of that. Yes. yes. And now the amount of C-sections that women are having is so high. It's very high. The majority of women have gone through C-sections. So, I would love to know, uh, did you do anything in your pregnancy, you know, that helped? I understand the complications and every pregnancy is different. Yes. Yes. Is there something specific that you did? would have helped you to go normal? I, yes, I did, I did. So, i tell you what happened.
1: Initial four and a half to five months, I would throw up all the time. So, I had no, everybody said, do garb sanskar, do dharam dhyan, pray to God, do your chance. But four and a half to five months, even if I had a sip of water, I was throwing up. It was that bad. So, I used to be so fatigued. If I ate a meal, it was activity for me. That was so tough. But then later, it got better. It's so, at my fifth, like at the end of my fifth, sixth month, we went to Thailand for seven days. I did a baby moon. Then we went to Goa for four, five days with my entire in laws family. Then I went, right now I'm in Bangalore, my in laws live in Erode. So we went to Erode for 10 15 days in Tamil Nadu. So that period also passed. Then I had a baby shower function, a grand function in my sasral, like my in laws place. So that prep and everything went on for another couple weeks. So that time passed. So then by the end of my 7th month, my mother-in-law, so my mother-in-law has been an arthritis patient for close to 30 years now. The minute my husband was born, in a week she got rheumatoid arthritis and for the longest time she has believed that it happened because her postpartum care was not good. She did not take care of herself. Yeah. This is what she thinks. Okay? The reason is still unknown but she's old now. So she, said she slept with gap between her legs after a normal delivery which she thinks we have and then hindi is okay right if I, so she thinks and until date she she has mobility issues like both her knees are replaced both her hips are replaced she her hands wouldn't turn straight so because she went through this she's mm-hmm. she's like a mom to me she's my mother I'm very close to her so she was very sure ki, in my pregnancy in my delivery I should go to my mom's place in my seventh month. 8th, they don't send, it's considered yes. inauspicious, so I should. I went towards mm-hmm. the end of my 7th month so I could spend more time with my husband and then come back only after Tulsa is 3 months old. She was very sure about this, so mm-hmm. that's when, you know, uh, I left the house, like I reached Pune at my mom's place towards my 8th month, like the beginning. The day I reached Shna within three to four days, this entire background because I started very late. I started okay. prenatal yoga in my eighth month, okay. So yeah, yeah, very late, very late. So I also joined because I was like, Kya I get bored, I can't, you know, do too many things. But I was very, very so like I said, I was throwing up initially, but then I took trips, I did my reels, I did recording. I was off social media for a good 6 months because I was not revealing and then I was not feeling well also. Mm-hmm. But once I was back, I joined yoga, it was one, one and a half hour a day, okay. The main thing was, I'll tell you, my teacher was great, she even came in my labour room, you know. I would really, really thank my stars for finding her and I can't thank her enough. So, we started with like very basic exercise, you know. Earlier as a maname, they used to like do the chakki for atta. Like so those kind of exercises. Like everything that comes from our ancestors, yeah. Garaka jo kam hai, vet mm-hmm. ke poochakarna, maids, you know, not the mob. Uh-huh. Duck walk. That is duck walk. Yes. Then these exercises. All of this household work that our mothers and grandmothers did earlier yes. is what has come into exercises now because we don't tend to do, do that. that is one thing that really helped me. You will not believe, even I don't believe it till date, that I I used to do sumo squats, okay, like spread your legs in half squats, like sumo squats. I've done close to 800 to 900 squats a day towards the end of my pregnancy, yes. But this only happened because my teacher, no, she taught us to breathe right. You always inhale from the nose and exhale from the mouth. Yes, so we started with like 50 squats a day, next day she made it 100, then she made it 125, she used to do this, she used to stand with us and count like no, no, you can do it, you can do it, she's a marwadi, I'm a marwadi, so, kar, so you have to do it, you have to do it as a new auntie, nahi so the last five. Na, last five, now again the entire term and condition to this is that if the doctor allows you, yes. in my case I was allowed to do it so it's different for everyone but honestly i think most people are allowed to do it yeah you just keep your doctor in loop of whatever you're doing that's very important but my yoga teacher has experienced for close to 20 25 years now i think which is that i could trust her i kept my doctor in loop and so the entire catch of my normal delivery is breathe in breathe out and this exercise and in the uh, ninth month, so my baby is a full-term baby, okay. So in my ninth month, she used to teach us like lie down, take your legs close, and push. Like we did a mock delivery every day. She taught us the pushing exercise. Yes, like inhale and like how to press your jaw like against like teeth to teeth. It has to. It's supposed to be done a certain way. Shut your eyes and like put, where do you have to put pressure, you don't have to put pressure on your vagina, you have to put it towards the rectum area, like as if you were trying to poop. So, all these technicalities, now nah, I tell you, they're not taught and what happens is when you go in the labour room, and the doctor tells you do this and do that, you are not in the state, which is why this is so helpful to know this beforehand. See, again, whenever I say anything, it really excludes the people who have complications or uh, like, you know, it's very Circumstantial that they have to have a there's less water or there's a cord, all this is secondary. But in a case where everything is heal and hearty, I think a normal delivery is absolutely possible. And again, I'm not judging those who have a C-Sec It's a very personal choice. I'm nobody to have a say on that. But it is possible. It's nothing that we can't do. And every day I used to remind myself that millions of women do it every day. It's not a difficult. And without the epidural, I'll tell you why that happened. So uh, my due date was 12th of February. But uh, I did not have any pain before that. So my doctor said, and everybody else in my class, no, they were delivering like 10 days before their due date, 15 days. So people yeah. who were due after me were also delivering. And then I'm yeah. like, Abhi to aaja, Abhi aaja, why? Yeah. And then my doctor's like, if you're so tired of this, we can hospitalise you, we can induce pain, and then we can try. Then I said, no, I don't want to do all that, I'll wait for pain. So I waited, waited, and I think punctual as my daughter, my be since right from her birth, she... Uh, She, like, my pain
0: started at 4 a.m. in the morning on 12th only. So, that's
1: one second, the, like the labour pain started normally, right? No induction, nothing, just you started? No, no, nothing, nothing. I, it just started, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if my daughter's is very punctual about her timing, for what? It's 4am and I called my husband well in a tourism once, he never had to be able to hostitize. And he came to Pune and he like, what is that? You're not doing anything, you see Mastery. I said, I know, there's nothing. I was so like, I'm bothered, come Because in the middle, if you go to my Instagram, I danced at my baby shower, I, I was in my ninth month and I've done like a full-fledged dance item at my yes. cousin's wedding in Phuket. Yes. <laughs> in my ninth month and everybody's like, you go to hospital, I'll go, I want to enjoy the wedding. So, like initial months were gone and throwing up so I knew that the last part I have to enjoy no matter what. And then the pain started at 4am and my husband's like, Chalo, let's get you hospitalized. I called my doctor, I called my yoga teacher, I really trusted her and I spoke to my mother. Yes. My mother was like, there's no water break you can still feel the baby moving and if you can take the contractions don't get hospitalized yet and my doctor said the same thing my yoga teacher also said wait, keep walking in the house so throughout, I'm telling you Mayura throughout like 4am the pain started till 11.30pm I was at home for more than 12 to 15 hours Yeah, so I was at home I'm only inhaling from the nose exhaling from the mouth and also one catch was my again my yoga teacher you'll hear about her a lot she told me if you scream or you, you say, ah, I say if you scream loudly, you lose energy and your baby hears you and it gets scared and it stiffens up. Like it, it's just like this, like it shivers inside. So it does not come slide down for normal is what she told us. So I did not, you will not believe this, even I don't till date. I did not scream even once. But every time I inhaled and I felt like screaming, I would chant. Okay. I have a chant that I live by. Saru, it's a religious chant of the Guru that I believe in. So, I just I just looked at my God's photograph. It's Param Guru. Only like walking around the house slowly, slowly, sitting, tired, getting up, walking, trying to eat, can't eat. But my uh, doctor and teacher were in loop that the baby is still moving, then you're fine. Hmm. That is very important. So, what I did was totally under observation. Just because I did not get hospitalized does not mean others should not, I could feel the baby movements, there was no water break, that's why I was at home. Then in the night my doctor suggested that you please get hospitalized because what happens is, if it gets tough at midnight, you will panic. So, yeah. you stay under observation, I said perfect, my hospital was 10 minutes away from my place, so that's when I packed my hospital bag. Like I told my mother, put this, put that. I was very chill, like heavy procrastination. is. <laughs> so last minute, I packed my hospital bag and uh, then I left, I got hospitalized directly in the OT. Then uh, I had a couple internal checkups. They said, there, there's pain. I said, yeah, there is pain. She said, but you seem fine. I said, no, there is a lot of pain. I just believe in not screaming. Because I was told not to scream, and I also think I'm also very embarrassed. by screaming so. <laughs> so then I was like, No, no, let's not scream. So when uh, she said, Okay, wait, or pain. Hoga. Then I told the nurses, so, aur hoga. so just because they kept saying, Or, 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 I kept dealing with ke nails. It's going to be more like, Hold on. So just the thought that it will it, it, like grow anyway, the pain is going to expand, it's going to get worse. So there's no point in giving up now after like crossing 15 hours 16 hours 20 hours 24 hours from there way so I could chair I pain and I'm still walking then they put me on uh, drips only so that I don't get dehydrated mm-hmm. drips again I'm like remove this I'm walking I'm pooping I'm pain like I'm mobile I'm doing everything and I'm seeing two three women hospitalized going around I remember everything then it was around 10. 10.15, okay. 9.45, 10 in the morning when I said, listen now, please call my doctor. He's a visiting faculty at the hospital. I said, please call him. I can't take this anymore. He said, but ma'am, you're not going to pain aur I said, Abhi main you don't call him. He only oh yeah, I know that I purely can't take it anymore. So my husband came. What happened? What happened? I said, I don't want to talk to anyone. Everybody please leave. Very calmly. Just send my yoga teacher inside. I told my mom, mama, you wait outside. My doctor came, he checked, he said, she's almost 8 centimeters dilated, what are you guys doing? And then, yeah, because all the nurses, they kept checking, but in the last 20-30 minutes, no, I dilated very swiftly from 3 to 8. And that's where the pain grew very rapidly. It increased so badly. But I kept, you know, thinking, ki, aur hoga, aur hoga. and then the doctor's like, we're almost there. I said, What already? We have to start pushing. He said, Yes, start pushing. And I said, Okay. And then he told my parents, he told my husband, ki, It's so normal. So full chances. And my husband did like this from the back. I said, You please go out. Because I was also told that if he's inside now, he might faint. Because so he cannot see blood. Yeah. And if he sees me in pain and he tells the doctor he na is ta ka C section I don't want to do that. I said, I don't want to put him through that trauma. It is traumatizing. It's different for everyone. For me, I don't want my husband inside. So I told him, You wait outside. It'll- it's very heavy on the man also, we don't understand that, like, you know, just for the knack of having him inside, putting him through this kind of trauma is not worth it. <laughs> so I kept pushing, pushing and they said, no, let's take her to the OT. he might need a little oxygen on the side. So they took me to the OT. my yoga teacher was also not there. And I said, please call her. They said, no, we don't allow anyone in the OT. We can allow her in the labor room, but not here. I said, you forget it. And then he said, push. I pushed once. He said, push. I pushed twice. The third time, I said, I can't do this. And then the doctor said, you're wasting so many hours of hard work. Don't waste a contraction. I said, oh, yeah, I can't waste it. And then I pushed and in the third or fourth push. She was out. And the minute I heard her cry, now now the funniest part that happened, because I was in the labor room, I had my phone under my pillow. And they directly shifted me and the phone was still under my pillow and I was fully conscious. And I pushed her out and she's crying and my phone rang. Oh. It was on radio. And my mom was actually calling to find my phone. She said, is the phone going to And she oh. called and I answered. The doctor took her, put her on me, they took her to clean her. And I answered, I said, hello, mamma. And I gave it to the nurse. I said, No my mommy, what do you say to And the nurse was like, what is happening? And oh then no. and then it was just 10-15 minutes. I was into the labor room and my mom heard the baby cry and I hung up. Mm-hmm. And then she's telling everyone also bachongga, and everybody's like, Are you crazy? She just went inside. How is it possible? My mom said, oh, she answered my phone. My dad's impossible. How can she answer when she's delivering a baby? But I actually did. <laughs> and then the doctor's taking stitches, and he's doing my stitches, and like uh he's like no before that he's like pushed the placenta out. I said I already pushed a baby out. Now can you let me go? <laughs> and he's like, No, last, last. I said Okay, I pushed. And then he's like, I'm taking stitches. Then they give local anesthesia yeah. on near the anal area. And then I could seal everything, okay. Like, it didn't hurt, but I knew that stitches were and which is making the stitches over here so I knew something pushy, like I said, something is happening. And I was like, Doctor, are you done? Like I was just conscious and I was like, done. I'm just right? going to go. He's like, beta ho like he's the man. and he a senior doctor. He said, Beta he's I said, I'm to go. OK, I'm telling you, i He said, last you're, if you don't cooperate, you, all your, you know, my work of 10 minutes, you will extend it to one hour. I said, no, no, no chance You do your thing. And I asked him, like, okay, like, promise karo aapka ye last day, abhi mera ho gia, promise karo, please promise karo, like, okay, he's like, haa, ah, beta, promise, and then they gave Tudisa to me, and my mom had told me, or Pratik, my husband, that the minute you take her clothes, now na, chant, Navkar Mantra is the main Jain Mantra in her ears. Okay. So I, so nobody was there, and what happened, I was conscious, so mujhe 24 years of my life, jitna bhagwan ka sikhaya ho ga na, na, pura usi kaan mein bole jave, bole bole jave, bole jave, bole, jave, bole jave. And then the doctor is also I looking up, he's like, i i said, please finish your job, let me go. The nurse took her out, and then my mom told me this, the nurse took her out, and then Pratih took her clothes, and he started saying Naukar no mantra and the nurse was like, what already suna But then they took me out, and it was this day. So. The key takeaway of this entire story is breathe right, nose and mouth. Chant if you feel like screaming now. You can't keep quiet. Instead, chant anything that helps you, or just say a positive thing, an affirmation. And honestly, if you if you're you should trust your doctor, which is very important. And if you trust your doctor enough, so from my day one of my appointment with the doctor, I used to always tell it to him. The doctor, unless absolutely required, I am opting. I repeat, I am opting to deliver normally, yeah. unless absolutely required. Unless absolutely required, if all my tests are supporting, I will not go for a C-section. Yeah. So, so this is one of my other friends who's expecting now. She told me on the phone, family, which said, oh guy, I'm getting the epidural or c done." I said, "You are in your third month, and you're giving up. Don't do this now." I am no professional, but I can only what I can say from my experience is it's a hundred percent possible. That's how the nature was built. Yeah. So yeah. But again, it's different for everyone. I mean, this is how it worked for me.
0: No, absolutely and uh, it's so inspiring, Tanvi, to hear your experience because so many mothers are afraid of just the pain. So we have not experienced it but just the... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I really know what is
1: happening. For someone like me, I've never had stitches in my life. I've never had a fracture in my life, okay? Considering that, I don't know what the pain is like, I don't know what my pain threshold is, I really don't know. Yeah. So that's why I'm very puzzled all the time, So which is why yoga or some kind of lamas or prenatal education is so important. But it's absolutely manageable, the pain is manageable. Yeah. And if you really think you can't take it, go for an epidural, but trust me, you can see if I could do it, anybody can do it very honestly. Because for so someone like me mujhe pe bhi baihda, so I just go, like, oh, I can't do this that way. Yeah. I'm that. Everybody makes fun of me. What Kali behavior is and now it has solved because the same Nazukali delivered a bit. Yes. No, I <laughs> so,
0: don't think so. Yeah, I think you are super strong. It's not
1: possible. I, I can't believe it myself, but it is possible. That's what I'm saying. If I could do it, anybody
0: can do it. Yeah, I and you have already like you know given lots of important tips. One thing is, you know, getting some kind of a prenatal uh, uh thing. Yes like, or prenatal yoga, whatever because I, 100%. I, I also had a normal delivery. However, I had no idea how to push. I was exactly. on the table and they were like, push, push. I'm like,
1: where, what to push, like, you know? Exactly. And you're not uh-huh. even in this place. Like, uh-huh. like, don't, don't do this. Like, where to push? and am the baby comes out of the vagina. Like, nice. I'm talking to myself i will say, oh, you have to push there. You have to put pressure there. Uh-huh. But I was told where to put the pressure, where to put your mind to focus at. That's So uh-huh. I could do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, Absolutely, it's important. And I did not know where to push, and the nurses had to help me. I think they had to they, used to, they had to like yeah, like pushing like from. Correct, step. correct, correct, uh, correct. Happens, you know. So superb, yeah, can really, be like superb. Uh, so um, coming to a uh, post birth, like the postpartum period. Uh, how did that like? Were you able to breastfeed her? Are you breastfeeding? Uh, yes. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, like the day in the hospital,
1: because I was in labor for 30 plus hours, I had barely slept. So the night, so she was born at 10.50am, 7am. So after that, I breastfed her twice or thrice, like how many times she needed. But when it was evening, no, I don't even remember when I fell asleep and the doctors told my mom, she let her sleep. So that night, she took I think two or three formula feeds. My mom, they fed her the formula. That was the only time she was fed the formula. After that, what happened for breastfeeding, what happens because there were stitches, no? If I am to help other moms with this detail, I couldn't sit cross-legged or I couldn't like sit upright without support on the back. But I, I managed, you know, I took help and I breastfed her from day one. Yes, I did. But uh, one very important thing that I went through in my normal way that I was not aware of was hemorrhoids, piles, fissures. So that was very, very painful. I mean, I stopped eating the laddus. I You know, you get those ladoos. They have lots of gold in them. I stopped eating, thinking they are making me hot. They're giving me heat. I stopped that. So that was a tough phase. Like Even right now on days, I face a little issue on that front, a fissure issue or... But I'm like I realized only later that a lot of women with normal delivery go through this. So yeah. that was one thing. That one thing really hurt. But I I used to remind myself like you did a baby, so this you can manage. So yeah. it's okay. Then uh, ek, one second. Sorry. Ha. So uh, yeah. So that was one thing. Breastfeeding. I'm still breastfeeding. Even on days, if I have to go out, I have yet to use the pump but on a couple days, I manually expressed and I only used a katori and a chamach, a baby ah. spoon and a katori. Because I am still contemplating bottle, no bottle, I am still in that rut but I think I will switch to the bottle because earlier, you know, our lives were not so outgoing but now they are outgoing and a katori chamach in a car is not practical, not only because it might spill but yeah. it might also hurt her, yeah, so yeah. that's why. And uh, breastfeeding in the car is also getting a little tough because she does not let me cover properly, she's pulling all the time, she's getting a little playful, so that's one thing. Right. And yeah, so that was one thing. And also with respect to formula also, now, uh, a couple times when I was at my mom's place, I left her with my mom and I went, so only because I got late, she had the same formula tin. So only like three to four spoons of formula she made and she fed an emergency, otherwise no, are not like, yeah. I kept it for the emergency, but right now I I don't own formula. I don't have it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm exclusively breastfeeding her.
0: Yeah. So, uh, it was easy for you. I mean, uh, any tips for mothers who want to choose breastfeeding? I mean, uh, did you do anything for milk supply? Everything. Oh, so I initially in the
1: 45 days now, I was only eating dal roti chur ke. Like, yeah. my Dani told me that jitna liquid kao better milk. So, milk is what yeah. I drink twice a day. Then, uh, now I, stop, I start eating outside also. But I avoid Rajma chole everything because it does make her gassy. Yeah. From my personal experience, it it does. And uh, I try to eat at home, but it happens that I eat sugar. I'm still, you know, it's 4 5 kilos up. So, that's there I still have a nice tummy I have very bad stretch marks <laughs> it really took my confidence away despite so many creams it did not help but now you know my husband said what is wrong with you you should be proud of it just yeah. had a baby I said yeah that's true that's the last thing I should think about you know it was in my towards the end of my 8th month I had no stretch marks and one night I slept and the next morning I wake up there's so many and I start crying because so I to check my bump every day and I start crying but later, I I think I just moved on from that. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. My mom did not get, my co sister did not get, and I'm like, why me, why me? And I was saying, what's wrong with you? It's okay. It is what it is. Yeah. So that is one thing I was really miffed about, bummed with. But later, I said, no, it's fine.
0: Yeah.
1: Feeding also this like for breastfeeding, I think uh, later what I heard from a lot of doctors is drink a lot of water. That's yeah. very important. Yeah. But you you have to drink a, a lot of water. Fit. So yeah, yeah. I think that's my main takeaway from about breastfeeding, and I don't shy away from feeding her in public. Yeah. These days, it is a little difficult right? because she plays with it and yeah. also with her, if I delay her feeding by 10 minutes, she cries for 20 minutes, she shouts at me, it's like yeah. that, like as if she's throwing her tantrum for delay, how could you do this? Ay, 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 ay. She cries and I'm like, sorry Tulsa, sorry baby. Ay, ay, ch- ay, okay, I say like in that tone, like as if she's actually talking to me. So yeah, but it is, it's all right, really manageable.
0: Yeah, i can yeah. like so many practical advisors and Chatavri. I've heard it helps a lot. I mean, uh, yes. a woman women, like this is also something that you know, uh, from grandmother's time, this is going on. Yeah, Chatavri has been taken from so many years. Yes, 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 uh. It was like super good to talk to you Tanvi and I'm completely sure that everybody you know who's watching this who's pregnant right now is going to try for a normal delivery during, during your experience. Definitely try. If you know you can do it, then don't give up too soon. You can yeah. do
1: it. and yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, it is absolutely possible and uh, you know, there are ways that you can prepare yourself for it like how you have shared and uh, you know like our bodies were made to deliver babies so you know we have been doing this so for so many years and I'm sure that you know with the right education and the right knowledge all of us can do that. Yes. So, it's superb to talk to you Tanvi, it was superb to your, your experience and how I'm you sure sure. see and your postpartum journey has been. Yes, absolutely yes so thank you so much for your time thank for you for having me very much yes thank you it was great talking to you.
1: And you I wish all the moms the very best anybody who's watching this I know you can do it it's not that difficult otherwise just you know get enough help speak to people who are experienced and don't give up yes you can do this absolutely yes, yes. Yeah. Okay,
0: thank you take care thank take care thank you